Star Wars 7x7 episode 1164. I'm wrapping up my coverage of Force Friday releases, at least on the toy side of things, and the Star Wars databank side of things, with an examination of a very curious choice of verb tense, and also a bit of an elaboration on something about Luke and Ray's relationship. Punch it, Chewie. This is Todd Vander Hayden. I'm a national Canadian television anchor with CTV News and a syndicated radio host. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And let's talk about the elite Praetorian Guard, shall we? So... Part of the interesting thing about the action figure releases this year for Force Friday was that we didn't learn much really about the characters in the actual action figure releases. Strangely enough, the databank was more uh, informative, I guess you would say, and also the large figures. So I know them as Titan figures in the Marvel world, like the Titan-sized figures, the ones that are, you know, taller and have, I think, maybe three points of articulation, maybe four. Um, those larger figures had descriptions, um, and the vehicles and play sets did, but the actual, like, three and three-quarter action figures didn't. The Black Series ones did, though. So, yet, they were all pretty careful. They were much more careful in terms of the information that was on them. We didn't really get a whole heck of a lot in the way of big reveals, but there were a couple of interesting little quirks here and there, and one of them had to do with the description for the elite Praetorian guards. You know, those would be the red-clad guards that look like samurai upgrades from the original Emperor's Royal Guard from Return of the Jedi. So here's what it says about them in the databank and also on the packaging for the uh, whatever you would call the titan-sized figures. It says, As supreme leader of the First Order, Snoke stood atop an evil regime that mirrored many of the dark traditions of the Galactic Empire. As a striking example, Snoke was flanked by crimson-clad guardians, loyal protectors encased in ornate armor ready to defend the supreme leader from any threat. Now, for some reason I'm getting hung up on the use of the word stood. It says, Snoke stood atop an evil regime. I, I just, I don't understand why we're getting past tense on this one. Why isn't he standing? Why isn't he saying Snoke stands atop an evil regime that mirrors many of the dark traditions of the Galactic Empire? Mirrored too, right? So that's also past tense. I don't get why we are getting the past tense in this description. So this, of course, makes one wonder. Do we jump to the conclusion that Snoke is going to die as a result of the events of The Last Jedi? According to the BB-8 mega playset that came out that has Supreme Leader Snoke on his ship. There's one quote in there that says something like, I've been expecting you or something to that effect, which suggests that there is some sort of confrontation with Snoke between good guy and bad guy that's going to happen in The Last Jedi. Wouldn't it be fascinating if we lost Snoke and the big bad for the final movie for Episode Nine becomes Kylo Ren or the Knights of Ren in their entirety? And incidentally, we have just about zero new intelligence on the Knights of Ren. In Wikipedia, there is a note that claims that there's a reference to them in the Captain Phasma comic book, the first issue of the comic book that came out. I haven't read it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I can't confirm or deny that for you. But so far, it seems like we've got no information additional on the Knights of Ren and certainly nothing from the 
toys, vehicles, play sets, any of that stuff from Force Friday. I'll be digging into books and comics in the coming weeks to see what else, <laughs> what other things, what else we might have been told. But really, it seems like it's been absolutely zero at this point. So yeah, big question mark there. We also didn't get anything really on the toy side of the equation about Vice Admiral Holdo, although from what I've seen online, it looks like she's making an appearance in the Claudia Gray novel, Leia, Princess of Alderaan. So again, we'll be talking about that in upcoming episodes. But nothing really new learned about her from one side of the whole panoply of Star Wars media coming out. And DJ, of course, the Benicio del Toro character. Well, there was something decoded from his Funko Pop thing. And you know what? I'm going to hold off on telling you that one until after the break and after, like, toward the end of the episode. So that way, if you don't want to hear it. I mean, I don't think there's really anything there. And it could be just a coincidence. You know, it's not necessarily a real spoiler. But, you know, I'm going to give you ample warning on that and let you be able to listen to the rest of the episode. So we'll dig into that later. Anyway. So they were really good at keeping their cards close to the vest, the Lucasfilm folks were this time around. And I do want to talk to you about what the description for Ray, again on a Titan size figure, and this was also in the Black Series figure, for Ray parentheses, Jedi training, what we learned about her and about what's happening or what's about to come with her relationship with Luke Skywalker. I'm going to talk to you about that after the break first, so stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com. Welcome back. All right, so here is the description of Rey on the back of her action figures. It says, at long last, Rey has found Luke Skywalker, the last Jedi Master in the galaxy. Hoping to find a hero of legend, she must unlearn what she has learned as Skywalker challenges her expectations. Woo. So that sounds like it's going to be a really fun time. This is the sort of thing that makes me super excited about Ryan Johnson's vision for Star Wars and you know what we might have on tap for us. So the idea that first of all, you know, that he's the last Jedi master, like I feel like we're getting tweaked there a little bit. The whole thing about who is the last Jedi and in interviews Ryan Johnson has again confirmed that it's Luke, assuming that you can actually trust what he has to say, or at least at the start of the movie, it's Luke. And he also references the fact that Luke is referred to as the last Jedi in the opening crawl of The Force Awakens. And Kathleen Kennedy has also said that she understands the last Jedi to be singular, not plural as well. So signs point to Luke being the last Jedi, at least at the very start of the movie, or at least, <laughs> you know, assuming that they're at the start of the movie, which I don't think they're going to be. I don't think Luke and Rey are going to be the first thing in the movie, but be that as it may. All right, so here's the part where we talk about the Arabesh on DJ's hat, okay? There's a Funko Pop version of Benicio Del Toro's character, and that's the only DJ thing that came out during Force Friday. And there was a little plaque on the side of his hat that had a couple of words in Arabesh in it. 
And so, of course, the internet translated it naturally. And so this is your last chance to jump off. Again, I don't really think it's like that big a deal, but the translation on his hat says, don't join for some reason. Don't join, which would be a good DJ thing, right? And you have to wonder, like, is that just coincidence that that's the DJ? Or is there something else going on, right? You know, is there another reason why they're thinking of him as DJ? But it's certainly a funny little thing to have on one's hat, isn't it? So there you go. And that will do it for all the looks at the updates to the Star Wars databank so far, as well as the vehicles and toys and play sets, packaging copy reveals from The Last Jedi. And as I said, over the coming weeks, we'll be looking at the stuff that came out on Force Friday from books and comics and all that sort of thing and see what else we might have learned about our favorite sequel trilogy characters. Until then, as always, thank you very much for listening and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you follow Obi-Wan on some idealistic crusade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a mind trick, it's Destiny Unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.